0: hi everyone this is Kelsey and welcome to 31 days of spooky movies today the movie is stigmata from 1999 Let me just start this episode by explaining what stigmata means. So I'm just going to read off Wikipedia as I do. So um, stigmata are, um, in Christianity, the appearance of bodily wounds, scars and pain in location corresponding to the crucifixion wounds of Jesus Christ, such as hands, wrists and feet so that describes a lot of the movie already um but yeah the premise of this movie is that an atheist hairdresser experiences stigmata once acquiring a rosary that was formerly owned by a deceased italian priest so this movie is from 1999 i've mentioned this before that's my favorite time for horror movies um this is categorized as a supernatural horror film, but to be completely honest, after I watched this, I watched this with a friend of mine and we both kind of agreed like it didn't really seem like a horror movie. It was it's quite slow. It's almost more like a drama where um like a religious phenomenon happens to somebody. But it's definitely eerie and unsettling. So, you know, it's it is a horror movie. It's just um, quite dramatic as well. So, but yeah, if you're ever going to watch it, I think this is the time of year to do so. Um, Do a rewatch, watch watch it for the first time, or just listen to my podcast. I hope you guys enjoy. We open over a city. The sun is rising. It's very beautiful. We see a man is writing in foreign script. He's surrounded by candles. Um, He's holding a rosary up to his forehead and praying. Um, Next, we see... um, many people, like hundreds of people, um, praying, holding up Jesus statues. At first, it almost seems like they're on like a pilgrimage of sorts. Um, We see people in wheelchairs, we see sick people. Um, At one point, we see a group of women who are just carrying um, a Jesus on a cross statue. Um, Now we're inside a church, and we meet a priest. We meet two priests, actually, and one Um, introduces himself as um, he's the investigator and then we see um, a dead man. I just sorry like that's so harsh but we just see a man he's obviously dead. Um, We can tell that he's a priest and we know now that the people are here to mourn him. Um, But what we also see is like a white marble Virgin Mary statue and she's crying blood. So she has two streams of blood Uh, like yeah two streams of blood coming out of each eye and they kind of zoom in on it and we see like a like a blood drop come out of her eye um just then we hear some wind we hear whispering um the candles get blown out and then um, a bunch of doves fly up doves or pigeons fly up like cause a huge commotion um and then the candles relight themselves and then from the back of the church, someone yells, what more proof do you need? Um, and we see the priest, the one who's here to investigate. He's obviously here to investigate the Virgin Mary. He's got like a stud finder. He's got like various tools um, and equipment to to test it. He asks, um, has the statue ever been moved? And the answer is no. Um, and, you know, we're seeing the priest again, the dead one, and um, he's saying, um, someone else is mentioning like the people in this village really loved this man. Um, that's why they're here. And then we see the investigator, um, and he takes a sample of the blood. Um, and then before the scene ends, we see someone swipe, um, the rosary from the dead priest and then we see a young boy and he sells this rosary to um, like a blonde foreign woman a blonde foreign woman in a market cut to um, 90s music some 90s rock music Kelsey's favorite and then we see Patricia Arquette our main character um, she's smoking a cigarette she's kind of like She's kind of like punk rock. Um, we we learned that she's a hairstylist. Um, and, like, we're watching her do people's hair. And it's, like, kind of being intercut with, like, religious iconography. We see statues. We see photos. Um, um, just, like, all sorts of things. Um, next, we see her at a club. It's, like, like a 90s rave club. It's really awesome. Um, we see her take a guy home. And they're having sexy times. So essentially, we're just like showing you that she is maybe not the most religious person. Um, We learn that her name is Frankie. And now we're in her apartment. Um, We hear whispering around her apartment. She's sleeping in her bed. We hear her phone. Um, Her phone rings. She wakes up. It's just an old rotary phone. And she answers it. And she's like, oh, hi, mom. And then we hear on the other line, her mom's like, how do you do that? And she's like meh you're the only one who calls me this much um but she asks her she asks her mom where are you anyway and her mom says near Rio and her mom asks did you get my package um so we see that she opens a package from her mom and she's like oh postcards oh a cute brush oh a sweet doll a nice necklace um and we see it's a rosary so she picks up this necklace and she just like drops it on the table and her mom's like oh it's a rosary I actually got it from um this Specific priest specifically, and and Frankie's just like oh super cool super cool, um and she like picks it up again and then um she's like also like drinking coffee or I think it's tea and in the other hand and she starts like gagging and she has to run to the bathroom. Then we see her at a coffee stand with her friend Donna, and she's telling her how she got sick this morning just from smelling her tea. Um, And she mentions that she's been late a couple days, possibly a week. Um, so then we cut to Vatican City. We see a priest. Um, it's the same priest as before. He's the investigator. Um, his name is Father Andrews. So that's what I'm going to call him now. Um, he's walking down the street. Um, this part's kind of fun. He's like getting heckled and catcalled by some sex workers, and they're like, oh, come on, be a man. Um, and he shows them, he like pushes down his shirt and he shows them, and he's wearing like a white collar. And they say, oh, that's all right. We'll give you the Vatican discount. Love it. Um, So he's showing his priest boss some photos of the Virgin Mary. Um, This man, the boss, is the Cardinal. So that's what I will call him. So Father Andrew says that he took some infrared photos of the Virgin Mary. And he says, you'll notice that the tears appear in white. um, And this is because the tears were warm. He says, the analysis says that the blood, not only was it warm, but it was also human. And Father Andrew's like, this is, this is not a fake. Like, there's no scientific explanation for this. Um, The Cardinal's like, reveals that um, Father Andrew was sent to Brazil for a different case entirely, um, which has now been closed. So The Cardinal is like, so there's like no other reason, you know, for you to have been there. So he does not want to investigate the Virgin Mary at all. And he's like completely blowing him off. And, um... Like Father Andrew is like, I'm a scientist and a priest. And then the Cardinal's like, well, then bring it back to the Vatican. And he's like, we've had 50 crying statues in the past month and they've all been fake. And he's like, you're just, you're not going back to Brazil. So he won't let him investigate the Virgin Mary any further. We cut to... We're inside Frankie, our main character, Patricia Arquette. We're inside her amazing loft apartment. It's so big. Um, She's having a bath. She's like in a clawfoot tub. She's completely surrounded by candles. Um, She's also eating an apple, which like, obviously it's like forbidden fruit, anybody? Um, Anyway, she's laying. Um, She's very peaceful. She's in the water. She puts her whole head under the water. Um... And then all of a sudden our camera pans to the rosary that she has. And then a wind blows, um, the candles, a couple of candles go out. And then all of a sudden a pigeon flies out of nowhere. um, It spooks her and it's really loud. And um, a single feather like falls into her bathtub. And she's sitting up now. But then all of a sudden she gets pulled backwards into the bathtub. And she's struggling, she's fighting. And then we see like flashes of Jesus's wrists being nailed to the cross. Um, And we also start to see blood like dripping in her bathtub water. And then we see her wrist being also like punctured. Cut two. she's being rushed to the hospital. She's obviously in the ER. It's very frantic. Um, They're like, we need CCs of this this and this and then all of a sudden she just like sits up straight and just screams and then she falls back down in the bed and she flatlines and right before they're about to like um shock her she wakes up and she's like completely lucid she's like what am I doing what's happening um they explain that she was found unconscious in her apartment um and she like reaches her hand out and her wrist is like literally spraying blood like it's like spurting blood um out of her wrist so um next we see her getting stitched up and the doctor's like oh she missed the main artery by less than a centimeter and um Frankie's like why do you keep saying she and the doctor obviously thinks that Frankie did this to herself um and she thinks that she should stay for 24 hours for observation again because she thinks that she is possibly suicidal and Frankie's like you think I did this and she's like I would never I love being me ask anybody um we see her in her apartment again. Um, she's ba- like She has come home from the hospital and the bathroom is totally flooded. There's like blood on the floor, like in the bathroom, there's candles. It's a complete mess. But her friend Donna is there with her um, and she's like, just come to bed. And they just, you know, they just have like a little slumber party. Um, and her friend says, though, it smells like flowers in here. But Frankie says that she can't smell anything. Back in the Vatican, we see Father Andrew and he goes into like a secure library. Like he has to go through security to get to this library. He meets another priest um, and they share some wine. I just find all these things very interesting. Um, And Father Andrew says, I travel around the world seeking out miracles and then I disprove them. So, you know, he's having some issues there. We learn that his friend here is Brother um, Delmonico. sorry Delmonico um and he's a linguist and he's translating ancient books so that's what he does like he takes these ancient books um and he yeah translates them as I just said um he explains how often the most important documents the most sensitive of gospels gospels yeah are split into three parts so you have to have um like not one person can translate the whole thing so you'd have to have all three people to know what one single gospel says we're just like learning some history there um we see Frankie she goes to work um the next day obviously she's injured but she still goes to work and we see that like not only is it a hair salon it's actually a hair salon slash nail salon slash tart tattoo parlor slash piercing parlor yes um it's a pretty cool place it's a very 90s place um we see her working on a client all of a sudden she looks out the window and we see a woman standing on the other side of the road um and she's holding a baby in a um like a red blanket it zooms into the woman and it's actually Frankie it's it's our main character um she's All of a sudden we see her holding out the blanket, uh, the baby in the blanket out in front of her. And then the woman drops the baby onto the road. And we see cars screeching and like swerving around it. And Frankie like yells, stop. And she runs out into the road. She's like, there's a baby. Um, She gets to the other side of the road. And at that point, we can still see the woman. And we see the red blanket. There's no baby in it. Um, But when she finally like, when her and her friend Donna, who who followed her out... Um, get to the other side completely we see there's no woman um, and Frankie has no blanket in her hand so um, Donna is just gonna like she's like holding her and she's like okay let's let's go home so um, we cut to Donna helping her get home they're on the subway um, it's like you know just like a freaky subway the lights keep flickering on and off for a second it's just like um Very standard, very standard spooky subway. We see um, Frankie sees some nuns and um, a priest at the end of a car. And Frankie like rolls her eyes. But then she gets up and she walks towards them. She says to the priest, hey, you, are you Andrew Kiernan? And he's like, no, um, I'm so-and-so. May I help you? And then she goes up to one of the nuns who has like a very big crucifix on crucifix around her neck and she rips it off her neck and like throws it down the train Um, just then the train starts to like it seems like it's kind of like going off the rails almost so it starts like shake really violently people are being tossed around people are falling on the ground Um, she uh, Frankie ends up holding onto the restraints like attached to the ceiling and she's like got both arms spread out um, and all of a sudden she gets starts to get whipped in the stomach and the back and it's like slow motion and she's just like getting slashes um there's like we see like yeah she's strung up kind of and like there's a light shining on her and everyone around her like it's chaos but then eventually the train comes to a stop um and Frankie like falls to the ground she's bleeding we can see their her clothes are all tore up and then the priest that she was talking to like comes up to help her Um, next we see her in the hospital and, um, she's like getting treated, they're cleaning her wounds and she's got like so many cuts on her back. Um, and they say they were going to do more tests and, um, she asked the doctor, did you do a pregnancy test? And she's like, am I pregnant? And he says, no. And she's like, was I? And he's like, I don't know. And he walks away and I just like, I don't know that rubbed me the wrong way. It's like, I don't know. That's really sad. Maybe she was, and she wants to know, and he could have been a little bit kinder about it. But anyways, we don't we don't know in the end if she was pregnant or not. Um, next, we see a montage of her getting all sorts of tests. Like, she's getting her eyes tested, her ears tested, um, blood tests, MRIs, CAT scans, everything. Um, and um, the doctors, like, keep saying, like, everything's coming back negative, except... Um, that epilepsy is a possibility. The doctor explains you had blunt force trauma to the head, disturbing hallucinations, and hearing voices. This could all be a possibility of epilepsy. Um, So now they're going to do like some electrodes and like, yeah, put some electrodes into her brain. Um, Next we see her going home from the hospital. And then um, the father, like she's leaving the hospital. And then the priest that was on the train stops her and he's like, do you, um, like, do you know what stigmata are? And um, her friend's just like, we have to go. So the doctor, or sorry, the priest is like, kind of like already thinking that this might be stigmata. We see the Cardinal show Father Andrew a video of Frankie on the train um, because we learned that the father who was on the train sent this video to the Vatican. Um, So the Cardinal gets Father Andrew to go and investigate Frankie. Um, Cut to Frankie walks into her work again. It's the next day. She's been injured again, but it's the next day. It's like, honestly, deja vu. Everyone's just like sitting waiting for her it's the same thing um we hear the gals who work with her are like whispering about her and they're like why is she here like is she okay like she doesn't look very good and then she's like will you guys stop whispering like it's a goddamn church and as she says it though she turns the corner and then we see father andrew walk in so it's kind of funny and she like she even laughs because she's like oh this is awkward it's it's really cute and natural um, and then he sits down in her chair and she starts to cut his hair and she's like, what do I call you? I feel weird calling someone I could date father. And then like he blushes, she blushes. And then he says, Andrew, uh, Kiernan. And, um, so that's the name that she asked of the other father on the train. And she says to him, this might sound strange, but I've sort of been expecting you. They go for coffee. Um, he has a tape recorder. He puts it in the middle of the table. He starts to ask her questions. The first one is, which church do you attend? And she says, I don't go to church. And he's like, but you are Catholic. And she's like, no, I don't believe in God. And he's like, okay, well, that's all I need to know. And he kind of like, you know, seems like he's done there. And he says, stigmata happens um, to those who are deeply religious. And she asks, are there any exceptions? And he says, no. Um, And he goes on to explain that when Christ died on the cross, he died with five wounds. His back was scored by whips. There were gashes in his head from a crown of thorns and nails were driven through his hands and feet. And finally, a spear was driven through his side. He says throughout history, only the deeply devoted devoted people were affected by this. And there is no scientific explanation. Um so she shows him his wrist. She shows him her wrists. Um and is like what do you think and he's like it doesn't matter what i think. Um like officially the church has nothing to do with this. Um and then she shows him a note that she found on her counter and she's like this is in a foreign language but it's my handwriting and he's like it's in italian. Um so she obviously knows like Something very crazy is happening to her. Um, Back in her apartment, she's looking at, like, various library books. um, Books about miracles. Books about epilepsy. Books about Jesus. Um, And then she starts looking up stigmata. And she's, like, crying. It's really sad. Um, Next, she goes to a very awesome 90s club. And, um, again, her friends are there. And they're like, why is she here? Oh, my goodness. Like, is she okay? Um, So Donna goes to like hang out with her and um, Frankie's like, do you know what's scarier than not believing in God? Believing in him. Um, And Donna's like, I think you're losing it, man. And um, Frankie walks away. And then all of a sudden though, she gets a flash of thorns and we see that she's bleeding from her forehead. Um, We see all kinds of scary visions. Um, and like her friends are like trying to get her up, she keeps falling on the ground. Eventually, she like runs out of the bar and she runs into the street. It's dark. It's raining. Like there's cars like swerving out of the way not to hit her. She's just running down the road, um, and we still see her though. She's like still getting pierced by thorns. We see images of um, like Jesus with a thorn crown, and then she has a thorn crown, um, and she's just like running and just like screaming, and it just like keeps happening. Um, we cut to the priest, he's at her apartment and as he is though um, like our priest, Father Andrew um, she gets there and um, she sees him though and she runs away and he follows Um, all of a sudden though we see pigeons, they fly up um, I think they're like always a sign that something's gonna happen. Um, the wind blows, we hear whispering, and then, like poor Frankie is just like cowering on the ground. He tries to get to her, but um, um, like they're in a back alley, and pipes start bursting all around him. Windows start breaking above him. A fire exit stair falls near him. like it's just like chaos. I think something is like trying to stop him from getting to her um. Frankie has broken like a glass bottle and we see her on the top of a car and she's like mumbling something to herself and she's carving like a dove symbol into the hood of a car, a dove, and also like riding into the car. Um, he's walking towards her but more pipes are bursting um, and then all of a sudden she like points the glass at him and she yells at him in, in a foreign language, um, but Donna comes around the corner and just then... Frankie collapses, and she's, like, crying, and she's, like, back to herself. Um, Father Andrew brings Frankie to a church and clears her head. Um, it's the church of the man um, that she met on the um, subway. And at that moment, Frank's, uh, Frankie says, It smells like flowers. We see Frankie walking around the church. Um, She's got cuts on her forehead, um, but they've been cleaned up and they're not too deep. We see her. um, She's like walking to the front of the church where um, she's looking at um, like Jesus on the cross. And she notices that he was nailed um, through his hands whereas she was nailed through her wrists. Just then Father Andrew comes up and she's like, I can't have stigmata. He was crucified through his hands. But he says that um, scientists have discovered that people's hands wouldn't have been able to support the weight, so likely people were crucified through the wrists. And she's like, so every single statue, every painting is wrong. And he's like, they're not wrong, they're just inaccurate. Um, and he then he goes on to explain, like, the words that you've been saying, um, they're Aramaic. They were used around the time of Jesus, and they haven't been used for around 1900 years. Um, We just see her. She's on the very top. I think it's of her apartment building. Like, it's the very, very, very top of it. She's on the very edge. Like, her legs are dangling over the edge. It's really scary. Um, She stands up. We hear, like, whispering all around her. And she's, like, walking along the edge of this building, but then nothing happens. It's just, like... I don't know. It's just a scary part, um, especially if you're afraid of heights. Um, We see that her friend Donna is trying to get a hold of her, and she can't. Um, She's not answering her phone. Next, Father Andrew goes to her apartment. She doesn't answer, um, like, the buzzer, but he's able to just, like, sneak into the building. Um, And then inside, he's able to get into her apartment, and we see that she's, like, crouched down, and she's, like, writing on her walls in permanent marker, and it's, like, in this, like, foreign script Um, Father Andrew is like taking photos of it and he asks who are you and um, Frankie turns around and she looks really bad like she does not look good her skin is all white um and then she says in Italian the messenger is not important um she clearly does not like him taking photos um she turns around again and her eyes are all white like they're probably rolled back into her head and she's slowly walking to him but she's walking like she's an old man like um like hobbling over and she's like breathing heavily and then um it's really funny actually she's wearing these really really sick platform shoes it's very 90s um then she lays down in her bed And, um, like water starts dripping on her face. And as it's happening, like we slowly start to see her like kind of become herself more and like her skin doesn't look as white and sallow. And, um, and then she's just like, I feel like my heart is breaking. Why am I so sad? And she just like sobs and I'm like, girl, girl. Um, and she says again, it smells like flowers in here. Can you smell that? And Father Andrew says, yes, I can. And then she looks at the wall and she says, who wrote that? And he says, you did. He's taking more photos of the wall and he's like really wanting uh, Frankie to like remember something. And he's like, look at the wall. Like maybe it'll help you remember something. And she's like, I don't know what the hell any of this means. I just want my life back. Um, We see her walking around outside And she makes her way to a flower shop and she's picking out a bunch of flowers. It's really beautiful. Um, And then Father Andrew finds her and apologizes. Um, Next we see them having like a little lunch and um, I think they're in the flower shop. So they've got like they're sitting at this really sweet table like just surrounded by all these flowers. Um, And he's talking about how he used to be a scientist but he didn't believe that the world could just come into existence. Um, so he figured, like, that's how he kind of found God. Um, and next they talk about how we celibate, And he's like, well, I wasn't born a priest. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, truly out of nowhere, she gets stigmated on her feet. So she just, like, gets thrown back. She's on the ground. We see her feet getting, like, nailed Um and her hands start getting uh not her hands her wrists her wrists start getting stigmated as well and she starts getting her back wounds again so it's all happening at once um like in this flower shop next we're back in her apartment and father andrew is just like helping her um with her foot wounds like i think she just has stopped going to the hospital cuz um, like they can't help her and they think she's doing it to herself. So, um, and she says, so this was the fourth, what's the fifth? And father Andrew says the spear. And then he tells her like, don't worry. Like no one has ever had stigmata. Um, no one who has had stigmata has ever had all five wounds. And he tells her a story about how he knew a priest, um who had it like pretty seriously but he only had two of the wounds. So um she's like I'm going to die, aren't I? Um he sends um we see him sending his translator friend brother um Del some photos, uh, uh, the photos of the wall um that she wrote on and he calls him and he's like don't send me any more of these photos. Um it says like we hear him like talking about it, like he's just like translating some of it and we hear um, the kingdom of God is inside of you. Um, and it's like all about that. And he tells Father Andrew um, that the words are from a document that the church found, like they had found it before. So they already know about this possible gospel um, and it's possibly in Jesus's own words. Um, and this is somehow a bad thing we see that the Cardinal's assistant sees that, um, brother Delmenico is like on the phone and kind of like whispering. And then we see him, um, like delete all the photos off his phone. He's like, okay, bye, bye, bye. Um, and like hangs up the phone on, um, Father Andrew. Um, and then we see Father Andrew is with someone. Um, he's developed some photos and someone says, is that a painting? um like on the wall where she, like near where she is written um on the wall. And he's like, no, it's a mirror. And they're like, who is that then? And we can see that someone's standing there, but it's a mirror and it's not her. Um and we can see that it's an old man. It's it's really creepy. Um so back at the Vatican we see that the man, um, it's the cardinal's assistant and he's looking through um brother Domenico's computer and then he like prints out Um, these like deleted photos, obviously they weren't deleted. And then he shows them to the Cardinal and yeah, it's clearly a very big deal. So, um, brother Domenico calls someone in New York and he says the Jesus gospel has turned up. The man says, impossible, send me something. And then, um, Domenico says, no, the Cardinal will kill me. And he hangs up. Um, the man he called is someone named, um, Marion, um, pet, Petrocelli, Petrocelli, um, things were like a little bit hard to follow in this movie. So I'm just like trying to keep them straight, trying to use the actual names and keep it straight. Um, okay. Back to father Andrew goes to Frankie's apartment and she's like, I'm in here, Um, she comes out, she's like looking really healthy, really normal, really beautiful. She's like, want a beer? And he's like, sure. And she's like, look at my wrists. Like they're, they're getting so much better. And like, we look at them and they are like, they're stitched up. Um, but they're really healing. They're really nice. Um, and he's like, let me look at your forehead. And he like moves her hair back. Um, and she's like looking at him like with all like some sexy eyes. And then she like turns her head into his head. Sorry, into his hand. Um, And then she like leans into him, um, but he walks away. Um, And she sees, he sees that she has painted over all of that writing on her wall in red. Um, And he's like, why did you do that? Um, And then she grabs his hand. She touches his face. um, And then she kisses him. It's like the softest of kisses, but he stops her and she's like i really wish you weren't wearing that uniform right now and he's like it's got nothing to do with the uniform believe me um and she's like oh is it because i painted over the wall i'm to no i'm of no use to you now and then she's like answer me um but it's actually like this like angry almost demon voice when she says it and then she pushes him um And now she's, like, talking in this really deep, like, honestly, demon voice. And she's throwing him around the room. She's, like, breaking mirrors. There's, like, cabinets falling over. She throws him, um, like, through the glass shower door. um, And, like, he's hurting real bad. And then she grabs a knife. And she goes, how's your faith these days, father? And she's got, like, the knife to his throat, Um, But then she takes the knife and she slits her own arm and then she stabs the knife. She like pushes the knife into her stigmata hole into her wrists. It's so brutal. Um, And then she falls onto her bed. But just then the mattress gets like thrown out from underneath her. And then she's just there still though and she's levitating. Um, All of a sudden she springs forward, like her whole body springs like upwards and she looks like Jesus on the cross and there's like light shining behind her um, and she starts bleeding blood, sorry, she starts um, uh, crying blood and she looks just like the Virgin Mary um, and her arm that was like she cut is like dripping blood and the father walks around, just like grabs her out of the air and she just like falls into him and he like helps her down. We see um, Petrucelli, he's the man who Brother Domenico called, um, and he sees, we see that he um, is getting a fax, and he sees, like, the foreign script that Frankie had written on her wall, so he knows about it now, too. Um, back at Frankie's apartment, she's asleep, the father, like, tucks her in, it's really sweet, um, he picks up the rosary that she has, and he prays with it, and... She says she wakes up. She's like, I've never seen you pray before. And he says, I haven't prayed in a very long time. Um, she's like, come here, come here. It's OK. And then he just like crawls into bed with her um, and he lays beside her and he's like brushing her hair back and stuff like he probably loves her, I think. Um, next, we see the cardinal and his crew. We see them walking into a building and then we hear knocking at Frankie's door and they walk in They they were at the vatican and now they're here um they're like we're here to help and they say take her to the archdiocese so um we see the cardinal he's questioning andrew about the aramaic writing on the wall that's now been painted over um and father andrew says he doesn't know what it means and neither does frankie um and the cardinal's like i'm taking over this case and andrew's like i'm not leaving her alone you sent me here i didn't even want to come but like i'm not leaving And he's like, why is this gospel more important than a girl, um, than a girl's life? And the Cardinal's like, I saw you two laying in bed together. He's very scandalized. Um, and the Cardinal says he has no idea what the Aramaic, um, Aramaic language means, but he's a liar. He definitely knows. Um, and he just tells Father Andrew to go home, like go back to the Vatican or Rome. Um, we see a man comes up to Andrew. We know that it's, um, oh gosh, what's his name? the guy that, um, that brother Domenico called and what he describes is this is why everything's going on. He says that it's the most important Christian document ever found. Petricelli is his name. So he tells father Andrew that, um, Frankie has been part of, um, writing part of a document that was once found, um, outside of Jerusalem and they believed it to be the gospel of the exact words of Jesus. So, um, Petrol, oh my gosh, I can't say this name. Um, Petrocelli, Del Delmonico, and um Alamedia were all assigned to translate it. So um we've got Petrocelli is the man who Brother Delmonico called, Brother Demelico, Delmonico is the translator, and Alamedia is the man who we saw dead at the very beginning of the movie. He's the priest, um, and it was it's also his rosary that Frankie now has okay so they were ordered to translate they were each given one part of this gospel and they were ordered by the cardinal um originally to translate it but then he um, ordered them to stop and they did except for Alamedia refused and he stole part of the document to um keep translating it so that's also what we saw him doing at the very beginning um Um, Petrocelli tells Father Andrew that the document was Jesus telling his disciples that the kingdom of God is in all of us and not confined to churches. Um, so Father Andrew is still like not really getting it. He's like, how is this a threat to the church? Um, and Petrocelli's like, look around you, Father. It's a building. The true, true, the true church of Jesus Christ is so much more. The kingdom of God is inside you and all around you. Lift a stone and you will find me. Um, and then we learn that, um, Alamedia, the guy from the beginning, he also had stigmata. Um, and that's actually why he died. So she and, um, Father Andrew's like, that's why it's her, um, she's his messenger. Um, now we see the Cardinal, he's praying, um, Frankie still has the rosary, And then we see Father Andrew speeding towards the church. So we are getting to our climax. Um, A nun comes into Frankie's room, uh, takes away her rosary, and then two nuns, like, start to hold her down. She's like, what's going on? The cardinal and some other guys come in. Um, They start praying above her. Um, It almost seems like they're doing an exorcist, an exorcism tour. Um, And then Frankie starts speaking into Italian. She's, like, shouting. The room is shaking. There's paintings coming off the walls. She shouts in Italian, "You are the true enemy of the church!" To the cardinal, um, he orders everybody out. He is clearly a baddie, and we see her. And he starts. Um, sorry, we see him, and he starts choking her. Um, we just then we see Andrew. He's screeching up outside the cardinal, is saying, "Save this woman, my lord!" He's such a bad guy. Um, Andrew is running up the stairs, and the cardinal is saying, "You will not destroy my church." Um, Andrew busts into the room and he finds the cardinal choking her and he's like, get away from her. And he throws him off. Um, Frankie's breathing. So she's OK. Um, and the uh, and Father Andrew gets um, the cardinal out of the room and he's like, I know everything you've done, all the lies you've been telling for years. Um, and he's like the cardinal's still defending himself. And um, yeah, Father Andrew's like, you've spent your last days in the church. Back inside the room where Frankie is, a huge fire um, like comes out of the fireplace and just starts to engulf the whole room around her. Um, Father Andrew's like, give me your wisdom. Let me be your messenger. Um, and she starts to get stigmated again. And Father Andrew's just like praying towards her. Um, and then it seems like um she's like looking normal again like maybe she's no longer possessed and he goes to her and the roof is or the room is like so much on fire um but actually he picks her up and they leave and then once they leave all the fire goes back into the fireplace so it wasn't real probably um he brings her outside and he's like don't go frankie um and she's actually looking better like she's um even i notice that even her head wounds are gone um she kisses him and then they kiss and a pigeon comes and lands on her hand um she's holding the rosary still and the pigeon flies away and we see um that they're just like in this beautiful garden it pans out Um, and now we cut back to Brazil and we see the crying Virgin Mary again. And Father Andrew is back there and he is in plain clothes. He doesn't look like he's wearing his priest clothes anymore. Um, we see the symbol of the dove that we've seen before, um, on the bottom of the statue. So he goes, he like lifts up a tile, um, and like digs into the floor a little. And we see, um, we find the hidden text, um, like this Jesus gospel, and then it's there's a voiceover and it says whoever discovers the meaning of these sayings will not taste the meaning of death Um, and then there's text over screen and it says in 1945 a school a scroll was discovered um which described which was described as the secret sayings of the living jesus the scroll. Oh my gosh. The scroll, the Gospel of St. Thomas, has been claimed by scholars around the world to be the closest record we have of the words of the historical Jesus. Then it says, The Vatican refuses to recognize this gospel and has described it away as heresy. The end. My final thoughts on this movie are that it's, mm, it's not really a traditional horror movie. It's not overly scary in that regard. But I know, like, I have friends who um like religious horror movies are their main like that's the scariest to them so i could see that if if um you know if exorcisms and possessions like if that's what scares you like this is this is definitely the movie for you if you're in the mood for a for um a halloween a halloween watch i've never had to really pay attention to the side plot before i think i mentioned that um so it was it was interesting it was um kind of like a fresh watch for me to actually be understanding the whole reason why this is happening to her, and that subplot of the Jesus gospel. I found it really interesting. Um, every time I've watched this movie, I was probably like a little young, and I was more just like, ooh, spooky. Um, but yeah, I liked it. It was it was intriguing, um, and a mystery. So I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. I hope it wasn't, you know, too confusing with all the names that I couldn't pronounce. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening.